This is the Mars Project, a place where two friends come together to share ideas, thoughts and opinions. I'm Vaz and I'm here with Nick. We are from the UK and we decided to make a podcast out of our usual meetings and our catch-ups. For us, it's like therapy. We pretty much talk about anything and everything and we find interesting and really try and learn from each other. We're kicking off this series with an episode talking about COVID-19. We discuss what coronavirus is, our experiences with it, and our predictions for 2021. We will also discuss some of the common conspiracies around COVID and their consequences. By the way, uh, we've been experiencing headaches, nausea, body aches, high temperature, uh, no taste and smell. Uh, We really don't know what's going on. We'll sort it out. Hope you guys enjoy. You know, I I, I always thought if I I got the virus, Mm -hmm. I can't be like... I'm okay, man. Don't be scared. I'll be alright. Kind of shit. What, you mean when you had the virus, you take it mildly? If, if, if I have. Not when. If, if. I don't want it. I don't want the virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you don't get the virus, man. You're fine. Was, was it really that bad? No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad for me. Okay. And that's not to say that it's not a bad virus. I'm mm-hmm. just being, you know. It was, it was a normal fever that lasted for like five days for me. Yeah, and then I was afraid because at least when I start reading online and stuff, people were saying that it can go into your cough and then it can go into long COVID. I, I was like counting days, it all goes away. So I thought, okay, maybe ten days, you can be sure. If ten days, nothing else starts to happen, then it must mean it's a very mild symptom, kind of thing, right? So it wasn't that bad for me, at least. It was like five days of fever and then taste went, and that was it really. But the the loss of taste and smell was pretty weird. Oh, man. I remember when uh, <laughs> he told you all you can taste is salt yeah. and uh, sugar. Yeah, I, I, at the first day when it, when it went, I can only taste salt, sugar, maybe a little bit of spice. But the second day was the peak, I think, where I couldn't taste anything. So the first day you got it, you could only taste salt and sugar. Yeah. That's so it slowly thing. went. It's like, okay, in the morning I had something and then I was like, okay, it doesn't have salt. Mm-hmm. Also, it doesn't have flavor. And I was like, wait, that can't be right. Because everyone else is eating it all right, right? And then I realized, okay, this must be loss of taste and smell. I accepted it. And then the next day was the peak. I think the second day was the the day that I couldn't taste anything. Mm. And then it started to improve after that, basically. I'm in second week now, right? Actually, it's been 14 days already. Yeah, it's just, it's 14 days yesterday, if I count down. You can go out now, though, right? Oh, you can't. No, I can go out. My last day of isolation was um, 30th of December. Like tier 5 restrictions, right? Oh, I can't go out anyway, yeah, because we are we are in tier 5. What does tier 5 even mean? I, I really don't it's know. It's just a lockdown. I think tier 5 just means lockdown. I think there's still a lot of people outside, so... Yeah, but they're much stricter on restrictions now. They're giving out fines. Did you see the news about two ladies going to the park? They drove like five miles to the park and they wanted to go for a walk. And apparently... They were they got surrounded by like three or four cars of police cars, and then and then they thought there's something happening in the park, so they were like, oh, "What's happening?" And they're like, "Yeah, but we, we're here to give you a fine." And the lady's like, "I can't believe it! Like, why is there like three cars to give me yeah, a fine?" A waste of resources, man. Yeah. So they are taking it seriously, and Morrison's and Asta said that they're not gonna allow people without masking anymore. Wait, they were allowing people without masking before. If you go to Morrison's or Asta, or like. In your supermarkets, they were pretty relaxed about it. They're like, you can see people with masks coming in, but if you walked in with your friend without a mask, they wouldn't say anything. Do you know? Do you know what I, I watched this video recently? Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. really, which I loved. 
you know, normally how here where people just say, "Oh, I have a ex- exemption, a health exemption," so I don't. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's this woman in America who tried to get into Lush, and she was wearing a mask. Oh, I saw that video. Yeah, go on. Right. Okay. She was wearing a mask, which was full of holes, so it's literally like there isn't a mask on. It's like fishnet. Mm-hmm. It's like right? a net, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fishnet, basically. Um, and she was like, "I have an exemption." So the woman was like, "Okay, um, can you show me some kind of evidence?" She was like, "No, you need to let me into the store right now. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. It's against the law to let you into the store." She's like, "No, the CFP says if I have a mask, I'm allowed in. Like, mm-hmm. That's fair. You don't have a mask. That's, that's not a mask on your face." <laughs> yeah, I saw that whole. I saw that whole recording, and it's she was trying to pull out CDC regulations. She was trying to tell them, and you know, even CDC says you're so against CDC. People so damn entitled when they're like restricted from places nowadays. But no, you're allowed to go in there. Yeah, because they don't. I, I think in America, obviously, we've seen the recent events where you know all the attacks have been happening and stuff. So you know there's a massive like people who don't accept coronavirus as a thing. Mm. That's this massive like mistrust in in the government. They don't they don't believe in the government at all or whatever they're saying. Or, or they always take it with a pinch of salt. They're like, oh, I don't really think this is that. So they will find any reason to just dismiss anything. Do you have a point? this like whole uh, coronavirus time for the last year and a bit when you felt like you know what this coronavirus thing might be a bit blown out of proportion like before you got it obviously and then you got it i would say there was a time where you know like uk for example was reporting the the number of deaths and the number of um cases right like ten thousand a day six thousand a day yeah yeah so and then when there was a day when they did like some sort of like error somebody missed sixteen thousand cases in the excel sheet kind of thing and there was a report later and it sort of made me question you know how what other kind of errors not ne- not necessarily like oh i don't believe in the numbers that they're reporting or i don't believe in the fact that this is much worse than a flu which was very very evident from like may to june we kind of knew that this is going to be worse than a flu kind of thing i never questioned the fact that the hospitals are like getting you know exhausted things like that i never thought that oh, it could be a hoax i mean who what what's the point of the whole I, I don't understand why government would do such a thing anyway so i did start to think oh maybe there may be this idea that oh people can make errors and they're not doing these numbers properly and there was one news that i heard from people in nhs if you if you write covid or a reason for covid yeah. it tends to be that it's is counted as a covid death mm-hmm. and when people were saying that oh they are doing like they're writing almost in every death certificate and stuff like that. When I start hearing rumors from NHS staff in, in our community, that then is sort of like, okay, I started, I had a bit of a doubt in my mind. Like, okay, what's mm. happening really? Like, is NHS taking it seriously or is it just people doing errors? People just mm. not caring that much. But So how much do you know about the whole coronavirus? Like, I just know it's a virus pretty close to a flu, but it's just mutated. Okay. So basically, the main difference from the other viruses, do you know how like, um, if it's a, uh, chickenpox or if it's smallpox or whatever mm-hmm. the the dna that it's made of it resembles a lot of uh, human dna right so it's made mm-hmm. out of genomes like the human genome but the corona is actually closely related to rna so the difference there is rna um, changes quite often mm-hmm. that's why we have so many different uh, variants of corona so unlike dna which stays the same throughout your lifespan rna changes that's why you have like seven different classifications of corona okay so the, the thing is there's only one classification of corona which is actually called a covid19 and what's the rest of them called then so 
you know how corona can give you uh, respiratory problems, right? Yeah. So that can go from MERS, so Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, mm-hmm. to uh, SARS. I'm sure you heard of SARS. So yeah, like, yeah, that was a that was a precursor to the COVID, I guess. So like the COVID nineteen, SARS and MERS, MERS. Yeah. Like the serious ones that everyone talks about, right? But mm-hmm. then there's four other variations of it, which is, gives you mild respiratory illnesses. So the one you had. Mm-hmm. Is probably uh, one of the uh, milder versions. Of- Are you trying to say that there's like seven strains that yeah. mainly around? Yeah. So, so the, the coronavirus itself, the coronavirus, the actual what do you call it? When you have the actual cell, the, the virus cell itself. There's seven types of diseases that those cells can give you. It's like seven different variants of it, right? Which give you seven different. Okay. So there's seven levels of severity. Like it can yeah. be. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, the worst ones, which are the ones that are out now, they're mm-hmm. very similar to the SARS virus that was in the... Where did that start, the SARS, SARS virus? I don't, know, I don't know where it started. It a, that, that's the one that came from bats, or... I don't know. It was a similar story, like... It was an outbreak, it jumped from an animal, I think, onto a onto a host, and then it went to a human. So the COVID right now, you know the one that's uh, more... Um, that's more easily transmitted? Mm-hmm. So that is very, very similar. So, so it's called... That, virus itself is called the COV-SAR-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The official name is like, yeah, COV-SARS-2, yes. Right? That's very closely related to SARS, the SARS virus. So the SARS virus itself, um, so the SARS disease, it gives you symptoms like dry cough, breathing difficulties, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, blood O2 levels, which are, which are all symptoms that you have when you have the new COVID, the new yeah. severe COVID, right? But the difference is, with this new severe COVID, you also have headaches, yeah. loss, loss of taste and smell. Yeah. So, like, people really don't understand how serious this shit is. I know the whole numbers thing that you're talking about, Yeah. Um, that might sometimes be um, overestimated or underestimated or whatever it is. But people just think, oh yeah, you know, yeah, they're lying, trying shit. But if you really get the serious version of this, it's yeah. Open. And that's the thing is, I think it also affects people differently and people's reaction or, or like, because of the fact that it highly depends on people's um, and, um, immune system. You can't tell unless you get it how you are going to survive it. Luckily for me, it must have been a mild case, but yeah. it could have easily been a case where my my immune system went into overdrive and try and attack the virus too much, and I, I had all this inflammation, and that's that's what kills most people. That's 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 the biggest problem because no one's had this illness before, right? Our immune system doesn't know how to fight it. Exactly. So, so it doesn't treat it like a foreign entity. It's just like okay, cool. What do I do? It doesn't know. So what the vaccine does now is, you know how normally vaccines, they introduce a dead organism cell, so whatever it is, it is, yeah. dead cells implanted into your system, and then your body learns to fight it without the um, infection actually causing you any problems. With COVID, that's not how they went about it. So how they went about it with COVID is they inject you with a set of instructions for your DNA mm-hmm. to produce. Um, so, you, okay, before I go on to that, do you know how the COVID cell actually looks like yeah it's like a little spike thing right so yeah it's, it's a it's a globe with spikes sticking out of it yeah and if you look at look at it under a microscope it looks like crowns and that's why it's called corona it's latin ah corona is latin for crown so it's basically crown virus yeah and these spikes those spikes are what attach onto your cells your healthy cells and then they infect themselves that's how you get so they go through your they can go through your nose passage mm-hmm. they stuck in your um, membrane your mucous membranes mm-hmm. your chest they get stuck in your alveoli 
and then cause SARS and even breathing difficulties and etc etc etc. Yeah. These spikes can also be used um, for medication. So it can basically those spikes mm-hmm. can also be attached to some kind of um, antibodies and then that can be cured. So it works both ways. Yeah. So what these uh, researchers have done is they've made our body produce these uh, spikes within ourselves mm-hmm. and then our immune system can then fight those spikes without having any issues in terms mm-hmm. of having chest pains and breathing problems and all of that. Yeah, so it's like a simulated thing in your body. So yeah, it's training your body to say, hey, like, look, this is something new, fight mm-hmm. it. So your body knows, oh, wait, 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 I've seen this shit before. Yeah. And it, it basically protects you and it's got like a 95% charge, on average, 95% charge of uh, yeah. Yeah, chance of protection. Like body's well practiced to fight this thing. Yeah. And the actual thing comes in, basically. Yeah, man. So like, uh, to be honest, as, as bad as coronavirus has been, the progress that it has forced us to make in like, yes. so many different sectors is amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's insane that a process of vaccine usually takes like 10 to 15 years to like perfect and that was done in one year to 95% efficacy. You know, you know what's funny? A lot of people said that it's done. So you know what you said about oh, the government's lying, etc. Et they genuinely believe that the government had all of this planned and like the vaccine so fast because they were ready for it. Like, oh, we wanted to get rid of X amount of population. And once that population is dead, then we're going to introduce vaccine. Like that's genuinely a theory out there. Yeah, that's one, one of the things that I was reading about. Um, you know, the America, they were thinking that this was Bill Gates behind the whole thing you know he wants to put like nanobots into your body and then they're related back to 5g so 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 many yeah. so many conspiracy theories that sort of had no sense really it has been disproven multiple times but people just refuse to believe it like so wait how do you religiously believe that how do you disprove that how do you actually sit and go this isn't true because that makes no sense it's nonsense how do you disprove yeah that's that's one of the difficulties he says anyway like if you say some nonsense and then you try and come up with facts to disprove it it's actually pretty tough because it's one of those things where the the lies have just a hint of truth which has nothing to do with the context so it's hard to disprove it they leave it at that and then they're like oh you know what i'm an individual i have the right to think and you know make opinions of myself and gathering together and the conspiracy gets thicker and thicker and it's like it becomes very poisonous and then people try to believe that <laughs> for anyone out there who's actually interested in why the the, the virus was the sort of vaccine was uh, introduced so far it, it literally it's just these three things the researchers have been working on the vaccine have been working on similar um, vaccines for a number of years now it's not just it's not like a group of people came together and went we're going to create a vaccine and it just happened no they've been working on something similar for, for a number of years that's definitely helped and one thing that always stops these kind of progress is this kind of progress is is funding every government in every country wants this vaccine so funding is not a problem for these researchers and to top it all off because they have so much funding they could have different teams in the same sector work in different parts of the vaccine so when they come together everything comes together super fast so what should have taken 50 years only took one year so we shouldn't really be scared of this progress we should be happy that we can do this Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And I think people just oversee that fact that if you tell that to people who believe in conspiracy theories, they just say, well, no, that was all planned. Aliens, it's aliens. They would argue with you saying that, you know, even that was planned 20 years ago. Like, you know, they prepared this vaccine 20 years ago and they're just administering it and they're just telling you that this was made only a year ago. So you can't disprove it. But at the same time, 
what's the point of disproving them? It's just, you know, it's, it's a fool's errand. Just move on. And, you know, and we can't, we know the facts now that, you know, at, at this state, stage, um, we know that it's like 2% death rate. So it's, it's twice as deadly as flu. So we know it's, it's far worse than flu. And we're seeing a second, you know, surge or third or even fourth waves of this thing coming and taking over. But at the same time, I don't want people to be super scared and be like, oh my God, if I have Corona, I'm dead. That's not the case. Most of people, about 80% of people only get the mild version of it. And the good thing is, the more potent the virus is, sorry, my bad, the more uh, transferable virus is, or the faster it, it transmits between people, the less potent it is. And that's yeah. actually the case for the SARS-CoV-2. Though it's very, very easy to trans- uh, transmit it now, it's less potent than it was before. The science still sort of split on that i think at least in the in terms of data we don't have enough data but usually a virus that's that spreads faster tends to be that it wants to survive so it doesn't want to kill the host and it becomes milder and we hope that yeah that's how it's going because it spreads quickly but it's not severe it doesn't you know it doesn't kill people new one the new one early research does show that it's less potent oh okay i didn't i didn't read that actually that's been proven so with I mean, maybe they do more research and they go, actually, that's not the kids are dead. What? Yeah, yeah, as it stands, we just say, as it stands, that's what that's what the truth is. We don't want to start a conspiracy. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, recently, I saw a video, people trying to go into hospitals because, you know, hospitals close down certain areas of the 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 wards and stuff, right? Because they want all those people relocated and they're concentrating on coronavirus and stuff, right? So there's okay. a bunch of people going into hospitals with their phones going into any showing how empty it is and then arguing and then okay. these guys are tagging like you know they're tagging they're hashtagging it and by encouraging other people to go to your local hospitals and do the same because they believe that hospitals are not overrun they have you know there's never been this empty and there are no people in the hospital and it's all fabricated and made up it's sad because people are dying going off that so i was sitting down and talking to a couple of people right and i was and they were telling me like Oh, the story is just a random conversation and somehow we got onto COVID. And mm-hmm. like the minute I mentioned COVID, one guy he's like, Oh man, the government changed shit. Um, they want us to be scared. I'm like, whoa, 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 like why why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Immediately another guy was like, Well, you you're with the government, so you genuinely believe it's as bad as and I'm like, yo, like, okay, like I don't know what to believe, but I would rather be safe than sorry. sorry. Yep. So his whole explanation to why he believes coronavirus isn't as bad as people <clears> think is that he's got a testing center right next to his house. Okay. And apparently in one day, he might see five or ten people going in there. Mm-hmm. And according to him, because of that, it shows that there's not many people going into the testing centers. Therefore, it's not many people being proven positive. Therefore, okay. the numbers mm-hmm. that you see on TV are false, right? Yeah. And this is backed up by another guy who's like... Oh yeah, actually, in where I live, it's the same. Now you have two sources from two different places in the UK saying yeah. there's not many people getting tested, therefore there can't be that many people that are positive, therefore the numbers are false, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they forgot to take it, to, and they truly believe this, by the way. Like hand on heart, they're like, if my if my grandmother gets COVID, I'm not taking her to the hospital. I'm giving her ginger. I'm giving her this basically natural remedy. But there's a point when natural remedies don't work anymore. Like I think natural remedies are amazing for something that's low-key like if you get ill if you have a throat ache if you have a headache cool do your little cinnamon sugar whatever it is do it right but if you have aids 
I don't want to see you <laughs> with lemon water going, hey, it's going to kill this, bro. It's fine. <laughs> just, it's just bleach yourself. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. Like, that, that level of kick, like, they were so hard on that belief that, yeah, you know what? Coronavirus, it's not as bad as people think. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you just do a bit of research, and I came home and I did do some research, and it's like, that's mm-hmm. not, bro. If you go to where I live, around the corner, right? The place yeah. is always busy just because you have two, three people saying my place. Understand, I think there's like 800 or something. Um, yeah. See, that's, that's what I was going to say. That it's probably because his area isn't that busy. Or yeah. he's probably looked at it once and then like, oh, there's only five people in the car. So that's also going back to the whole hospital things as well. Like the re- there's a clear reason behind the fact that things are empty is because they, re- they actually reassigned all those people because they're overrun. Mm. And these people don't access those you know wards because they're closed off they're cornered off right so they you can't go in there they only go to the places which are empty and they kind of go through their they break into it and then they just show places which are completely empty at night in the day and it's almost like you know you can just do a little bit of research and actually bbc did a good article on it by saying look don't believe this because these are the reasons why you see empty spaces in the hospital think about it logically right there is no way a government can collude with so many other governments in the yeah. world make everyone in the fucking world <laughs> by illuminati bro in yeah. 20 years ago illuminati you know no that's it it can be you done can't. on the overkill you can't you can't make 7 billion people close enough 7 billion people believe that a disease is, is as bad as this is mm-hmm. yeah it exists if it, it is not true you know uh, yeah i mean you can't fabricate this into a like a you know, it's not a lie. It's not a conspiracy. And it's saying that I do feel like the government or the UK government at least doesn't do a good enough job of making us understand that hey, like as as bad as this is, you could be infected with something that's not the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the government doesn't trust us enough to make our own decision and be like, you know what? Yeah, there's a high probability that even if I get the virus, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that. They don't trust us to make that decision, so they make it seem as bad as possible. Mm-hmm. Don't go out. And yeah. Deal with it, man. Uh, yeah. I One thing we learned, at, le- at least with governments, is they were as clueless as anyone was from the start, right? Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of people trying to control this the way they know, and no one's faced a situation like this before. So, as much as I'm critical about going into lockdown three times in a row, they should have gone earlier. There are, there are mistakes definitely made from uk government they should have been much more stricter from the start in march when things were happening and it's a new virus they're kind of and not they i would say boris johnson was more like hey it's fine you don't have the data you can say it's fine now because you have data mm. right mm. it's not an educated thing like it's it was more like oh i'm just gonna flex and say well you know it's fine you know i touched everyone and then he got covid and he nearly died and then <laughs> you know and even after that it was more like it's, it's karma it's sort of like you know it's more like the the curb your meme like kind of thing you yeah. know curb your you know curb your confidence because you don't you don't know you didn't know and you got it and now you learn a lesson you still make mistakes you're still late to things and now they're taking it seriously because it's you know it's like worse than what it was in april and they don't seem to control it and it and it's just what it is and i don't blame them in some sense but i do blame them for be, being complacent yeah man i think just to just to sum up the thought um coronavirus itself yeah is is it is a global pandemic. It's not just you or your family who's dealing with it. It's it's mm-hmm. everywhere in the world. And I think we should definitely do what we can and stay at home. 
But at the same time, it's important to understand that um, just because you have COVID, it doesn't mean death. There's seven varieties of it, and only three are cause severe respiratory damage. And even with that, there is a hell of a lot of help out there. So mm. don't just sit on it. Don't just think I'm fine. If you need the help, go get the help. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, don't think that you can kind of tough it and go through it if you're going to be like, you know, if you have breathing difficulties and it's getting worse, then. This is a match you will lose. I, I can get anything on it. Your lungs are infected. You can't do anything without your lungs, bro. Well, yeah. Um, one thing I was going to ask is like, where do you see this going? Where do you see, where do you see it ending? I think the biggest struggle that we're going to face is the, the. We don't trust the vaccine. We don't trust the vaccine to be just that. There's so much, so much. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So much uh, news around the vaccine, which is just not true, and, and so much distrust around the vaccine, which can only be cured with more information. But our government isn't isn't giving that out yet. They're just saying, just go have the vaccine. The Queen's had it. The the, the princess has it. And just because celebrities have it doesn't mean that this isn't one of those things where go get the newest Lego set. Ronaldo has it. It's not one of those things. It's it's health, you know. Mm-hmm. As much as I believe that in 2021, there's a lot of a lot of um, what's the word? A lot of people doing a lot of things because of a popular opinion. Mm-hmm. Health is is isn't one of those things. It's not. People aren't just gonna go get something injected into them without knowing enough about it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I mean, half of the people I talk to, they are paranoid about the vaccine. Yeah. You know, one major concern is that it's been sort of rushed. Mm-hmm. Oh, in their head, it's like, oh, what took ten years took now one year. That's not really how it was. Vaccines never been that way. And it took years and years to do so. What have they? What what corners have they cut? You know, what See, did they do? The thing is, it took me five minutes to find out why it was so fast, right? Mm. I think people have to understand. As much as we complain, we're really lazy to go find the information. Oh yeah, they definitely don't want to search and find out. That's for sure. And I go back to the point: that's not that's not their fault. In this era, we're given everything, and I think the government needs to understand that and do a you know like. We get ballots once a, once every four years to vote, saying this is the, the this is this is the person you can vote for. Just a little single A three no like yeah A three A four piece of paper which which sorry A four A five piece of paper which tells you like this is what the virus is this is what the vaccine is this is what the vaccine does. Post that man that in itself is going to be so much more better than get, telling people that oh the Queen's got it, Beckham's got it, can. Diggity's got it. I don't know, but I think if yeah. Can... But on the other hand, I, I I think again people look look towards those people, right? Like they're they're people of fame, they're celebrities, and I feel like for example, like Biden, Joe Biden had it, right? Yeah. And then uh, I think Obama had it as well. I'm, I'm not sure. At least they he said that he was going to have it. So it's to show people that they can have it. And even then, did you know about the whole conspiracy behind the disappearing needles? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I don't know what exactly happened, but I, I, I saw a little article header saying that when you inject, it seems like the needle sort of comes off the injection, right? So, that, yeah, it was like fake. Yeah. It was fake. And, you know, people finding, I think it all goes back to flat earth or something like, you know, people just wanted to believe in a conspiracy <laughs> that's long no, I'm saying like that's the biggest conspiracy like that has, seems to happen. It's the biggest effort on a conspiracy theory I've ever seen. If you see those uh, that uh, documentary on Netflix, it's insane. 
people going to add lengths to prove things and then they get proven wrong and then they're like oh well you know just going to do another experiment and try and prove it so is that mentality is like i i only want to believe what i want to believe in it's like is that confirmation bias and then i don't know like it's just leave them alone i think it'll just go away eventually they just get tired of arguing no but unfortunately the thing is we can't just leave this man this is not people believe that that's flat therefore they don't travel to india or they don't travel to mm. wherever the world ends it's 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 that parents then refuse to give their children these vaccines and then their grandparents these vaccines and yeah. what could it be cured mm-hmm. it's not going to be cured and then where we could compost it so let's say let's say the vaccine problem is solved and we compost it understand we're going into an age of betterment where you know where companies and, and regulators and, and governments everyone's trying to save our quote unquote save our planet now see how how big the whole automotive industry has been pushing um, electric cars like mm-hmm. change you know what i mean and that change we can see everywhere in, in terms of the fact that tesla's just looking into the automotive industry they're trying to see how we can store energy for our house and use that instead of having to uh, you know use automatic basically whatever that is but just just we're going into greener pastures and one thing that stands between that amount of progress and us mm-hmm. is this is the virus and it's, it's the fact that people don't understand people don't look at the bigger picture you know it's not mm-hmm. just we don't we don't just live for 2021 you know we have another 40 50 60 years left so okay cool let's say the worst case scenario comes true right mm-hmm. do you believe that so what's the worst case scenario I think I think the worst case scenario would be death. That's the worst case scenario. People are dead. How is that different to now? People are dying now. Mm-hmm. On the positive side because the queen took it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. We can have new rocks. So, you know, positivity. Yeah. But yeah, well, I think I think it's time for people to step up. Um, I mean, all of 2020 wasn't, you know, it wasn't just bad things. There were some good things. I guess. Yes, there was. There was. It was a good thing about 2020. I can't... I, I think from my really... perspective, it was sort of like, we all got to find out, at least from from my my side, we all got to find out how to how it is to work from home. Also kind of gave perspective about life because obviously we all saw the effects of coronavirus and then start to re-evaluate. Great. So, okay, just to finish up the que- answer to your question, I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to for 2021 are all the wokest the people are going to come out <laughs> uh, that's all for this episode hope we covered everything if we have missed something please reach out um, don't forget to like uh, subscribe if possible and thank you for your time <laughs>